Yeah. And hey, let me get a lemonade. Half Sprite, half lemonade. I don't want a lot of ice, though. No ice. Because sometimes I got to be like, yo, can I get a lemonade with all this ice? You know what I'm saying? Winter Chick-fil-A and ordered fries. <laughs> yeah. A 50 piece. You already know what kind of size. Let me get that large, though. Let me have the <laughs> large drink. It will be my pleasure. They look me in the eye. <laughs> When I bite into it, I'm alive. Fresh from the fire, I don't wanna waste no time. 150,000 people watching you right now. Burn the roof of my mouth, it will all be worth it tonight. When I go to sleep, I dream about them continuously. They're Mac Minis. Fire! I can look away. Fries just make my thing. Uh, Went back again, ordered a number five. A 50 piece. Uh, yeah. Polynesian sauce, Chick fil A, and a buttermilk grand. Done. Uh, 49. Uh, chicken minis, uh, yes. 50. Again, I got a aroma everlasting. No ice. Half Sprite, oh, half lemonade. I just had to tell you about their fries. Mac minis. They run circles round my mind. Sorry. Even when I'm down and don't have an appetite, you're on fire. Yeah. And you stand out on your own. Uh-huh. Cook them peanut oil, there will never be a clone. Your fries. Fresh from the fire, I don't wanna waste no time. 50, exactly. Not 51, uh-huh. not 49. It will all be worth it tonight. When I go to sleep, <laughs> I dream about them continuously. There, Mac Mini. Fries. I can look away when fries just make my day. Bugs in six. Bugs in And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Are we ready for some basketball now? I, I, I think feel like a lot of people like the ring ceremony was so cool, but like really basketball could start around December 10th for me and it'd be fine. But but the Bucks are back. The Bucks put a whooping, 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 whipping. Bucks whooped up on Brooklyn pretty good, and it was mostly a lot of fun, and it was kind of. I got Game 5 Brooklyn vibes throughout most of the game, but it, as it turns out, there was nothing to worry about, and many people are saying just all season, there's nothing to worry about. Um, presuming that Holiday didn't get hurt, and listen, you know all of this, um, I, I'm going to put up the pod that we recorded last night, just a part of it. The Star Wars part, I'll probably save for the weekend, or when I have some time to do some real edits on that, but the first half hour, we talked about Bucks. So, catching up, um, I'm sitting with my glass of Pinot Noir and I'm after this I'm going to watch a film Noir movie and World Noir 3 is going to start at any moment because Jordan Noir as was Pat look if you're a Nora skeptic like I get it um I'm not by any means claiming to be the first one on this boat it's just another guy who can get hot thank you very much another guy who can get hot uh everyone else looked great Giannis looked great uh well not everybody, but you, you don't really want to hear me talk about that, do you? Um, some people just wait for everybody else to win the game, and then they kind of try to loot. But whatever else, who cares about the game? Uh, the Bucks win. It was a statement game in so much as we don't have to talk about them getting embarrassed on ring night or anything like that. Uh, positives. What are the positives? I never have any notes. Um, positives. I felt like there were several really strong branding strides made by the beleaguered Dustin Gatsi and the Bucks team or whoever's doing this kind of stuff. Also, interestingly, did the Bucks chase the Nets off of the Motorola corner? I'm sure that's not how that works. I'm sure the Nets just got more money from whatever 
other team. But I agree with Lucas or whoever said, like, man, if you could at least keep your stupid sponsorships for a while so we can get used to them at least, there's, you know, that. But whatever. Uh, bearing the lead, the Bucks jackets looked outstanding. I got one of those in the mail, thanks to, uh, thanks to my wife. The, the Bucks jackets with the kind of Rocky Balboa hood. And what's great about the jackets? Again, 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 what's great about those jackets? The white is clean. The gold signifies the gold of the championship. There's nothing else. There's no extra dumb colors for no reason. Not even any green. And somebody said there should be some emeralds in the ring. And I probably generally agree with that. But like, what am, what am I, some ring expert? But there was no blue, you know, blue amethyst or blue onyx or whatever is blue. There was no blue or cream in there. Like, like simple solid colors. And yo, 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 the the banner was great. The banner uh, looking basically like the 1971 banner. Again, excellent choice. Excellent choice to put them next to each other. That way they match. That was also pretty cool. Uh, kind of a fun game and it, 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 kind of an exhausting game. The crowd sounded terrible, but again, who knows? I don't know. People keep saying the sound's turned down. I don't know. Uh, but a great ring ceremony. Um, I just can't get choked up without music. Um, people were saying, I think my dad said, people. a lot of people got choked up by, at the Herb Cole part or the Paschke part. I thought that was all cool. I don't, I, I don't want to step over it because last night, what I'm about to play now, we talked about what they should have done for ring night, which still would have been better. But ring night was cool. Um I'm not typically somebody who gets into this owners versus governors versus all this kind of stuff. I think that's like childish when people are just don't call them owners and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, having our 27, the problem is that we have 27 owners, right? Like the Patriots have a bunch of different owners, but Kraft is like the front guy, right? So, but, you know, I get it. If you want to get on TV, like, <laughs> and there's the whole other bearded guy. Like, I forgot about the bearded guy. The bearded guy was there too. So it was dining. It's just all those guys, all those guys that we know. Um, it's kind of funny that George Hill is right there without a ring. I feel like most of you have forgiven George Hill. I have not. George Hill is right next to Bledsoe for me. But anyway, moving on with that, positive thoughts, right? Positive thoughts. Uh, really, really nice night, top to bottom, as long as Drew is only out for a couple of weeks or a couple of games, or if it's a precautionary thing. If not, that's problematic, and it was also problematic that when he went out, we just kind of went back to just whatever. But Allen looks great, I think. Allen looked fine. I mean, I feel like he missed quite a few open shots. Pat was a little bit of the roller coaster you get from him. But again, everybody on the floor can shoot. That's great. Jordan Ora is an extra special brand of getting hot, which is what you wanted. A, a word about the release. Like, I probably should have got this takeout during summer league, but I just didn't care. It's the same thing with Brogan. And people, I think people just notice stuff. And I'm no better, but like, because you notice something, then you just have to say it. Like, it's his low release point helps him to be decisive, right? It's decisive. Either he can get it off or he can't. And and so he's just ready to flick, at like, at any time. It's it's much like Brogdon. I mean, you just want decisive players out there because uh, I think he's going to be, very soon he's going to be allowed to create. And again, one game sample size, whatever else. But we, we knew he could fill it up, and now he gets to be the Michael Red template. He gets to be the other guy who, when he's really hot, looks as good as Ray Allen, even though you know he's not actually as good as Ray Allen. So that's super exciting. Um, what else happened? Uh, Barkley thinks you can take the vaccine and then you can... Just moving on from that. Um, generally, just kind of like good team... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, th I do think we talk about the top 75. So the top 70... The Stop everything... Name reports 33 minutes ago, Mike Bootenholzer on Drew Holiday. He has a heel contusion. He's already been in the MRI, and the results have come back, and he's clean. So great. Um, so, so great. Uh, 1-0. It's, it, it's, it's still a marathon, but it was nice. Again, this just continues to reinforce. I did think, like, if anybody saw the TNT stuff before... I'm just not naive enough to think that they didn't pre-plan all that stuff with Adam Silver, but they did the Frank interview. They did, like, the State of the Union with Adam Silver, and I didn't like half of the answers, but it was still something. Oh, oh, the thing I wanted to talk about, too. Yeah, so that that, that was, they asked about Kyrie. I mean, they asked about Kyrie, and they asked about um, Simmons, uh, the two, well, those two situations. Uh, again, I'm trying not to cut over what I know we talked about last night. 
uh, but they talked about that. Um, I wanted to do kind of a unified basketball theory kind of long podcast at some point, but I'm really just never going to do that. I wanted to talk about the 75 greatest players. Let me just say, oh, I'm not going to do any of that now. I will just say, from what we could see, there were two times where Harden fell down on the three-pointer. They did not call it. This is my take from someone who played basketball and someone who jumped high into the air with every jump shot. Like if you again, I had a Pat Connaughton jump shot. I jumped way too high. Um, he used to have more of kind of a Steph Curry kind of shot, shoot on the way up, or a Larry Bird kind of shot. And at a certain point, um, my dad brought home a Coach K instructional video or something like that, and I tried to shoot like a Dale Ellis kind of jump shot and it kind of jacked up my jump shot and then my jump shot for the rest of my life was like really hot and cold or I'd start out really hot and then I'd get tired from jumping too high and it was kind of difficult like so but I, I know about like messing up your head by with the jump shot with that being said um I do not believe I know a lot some people may disagree with this I, I don't feel at all that they should protect people from landing at all at all the call the call on chris and yeah i hate chris blah 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 the call on chris was a bad call uh chris started a foot behind the line and jumped in front of the ended up in front of the line i just don't know why contesting a jump shot isn't part of basketball like the whole point is that you should be able to get your shot off and land but it should be your job to land and frankly i mean they're not playing on like hard concrete or blacktop you should really land, which is why, like, and I, man, I had such bad ankles, and I really had a lot of empathy for Kyrie when Kyrie turned his ankle. You, you should be landing toe than heel. You should never really actually try to land flat foot for that reason. But I just feel like if somebody goes up for a jumper, you should be able to jump with it, and he shouldn't be able to kick his feet forward at all, at all. Like it, it, it's it's whoever contested. I forget if it was washed. Um, washed what's his name for the Blazers? I can't even think of his name now. They had they had both um what's that dude's name? Now I gotta stop the tape. They had Millsap and um Old Face. Whatever, you know who I'm talking about. Oh Old Face played at played at Texas. Well when Old Face played at Texas contested Chris, like t- to me you have to be able to jump. And but even this was better. This was better like the actual like the, the nature of the officiating was such like everybody can get away with it. everybody can watch an NBA game with like one or two bad calls for quarter per quarter. Like that's totally fine. It's an impossible game to officiate. What you don't want is like four out of five possessions terrible calls. They can't be justified at all except people are acting like like lawyers and looking at a rule book, which is not the intent of anything and is bad for basketball. And Adam Silver doesn't understand that's because he's being counter, but yada yada yada. Great game, great night. I'll think of some other stuff, and maybe I'll put it in front of the Star Wars pod. Uh, But we'll kick it to the stuff that we talked about last night, which is a lot of overlap with what I just said, after this word from our sponsor. Training in the pool. Baby, we can go anytime. You just let me know what's good for you. You can't get through Detroit training in no pool. You you think Michael training in the pool? No, I don't think so. Stop looking at my lemonade. Here I come. Cannonball! Ah! Oh, oh, you got pop sweat. Don't make me get out of this seat. Come on in! He won't get in the water. He don't want to get his hair wet. Pretty boy. Hold that, hold that thought. I'm going to call you back. Oh, Lord. of October. How's everybody feeling about this kind of short celebration period? Are we, I mean, I can't complain about it, but it's, I'm going to let everyone do what they're going to do. Personally, it's as if the season doesn't start tomorrow for me, regardless of what I feel like we could be 40 games into the season and I'll still be living on the high of the championship from last year. Cause the Packers game, I, been watching casually at best, 
but like nothing offends me. That field goal off they had, normally that would have been frustrating <laughs> uh, to, to watch for me. But like literally, I'd just say, man, the Bucks won in the middle of any other sporting events. Yeah. Uh, the Brewers going down, like none of that stuff swayed me, affected me at all, because it's like the Bucks brought home a championship. Maybe I will feel differently once they get to the playoffs or if by some chance like someone gets hurt or we don't make the playoffs. Something ridiculous would have to happen for me to come down from this high. Uh, what do you think, Crip? How you been with it? I feel like uh, – I just feel like I'm still playing with house money. You know, the, the Brewers uh, – yeah, disappointing, yeah. but whatever. Um, I'm real, real hard for me to get excited about Packer season because I just don't know what next season holds. You know, so yeah, I'm just I'm excited for Ring Night. I'm excited to to see them get back at it. I'm cool. With, I'm cool with it being a short, short little period in between because I'm ready to get back into some basketball. Personally. How many pitches, roughly, or what percentage of the Brewers did you watch? Like, I was trying to watch, like, we were on the beach and stuff, and, they, like, uh, they, they finally started scoring runs, and we were in, uh, me and the boy got these, uh, like, this scooter, and then, so, like, this kind of older crowd, kind of karaoke crowd, or actually, it wasn't a karaoke crowd, it was, like, a trivia crowd, but, like, uh, Brewers Braves was on, and so the Brewers, that's why I kept being like, oh, they're up 2-0, it's 2-2, they're up 4-2, it's 4-4. And I'm like yelling, but there was like some trivia contest about, you know, like, I, I don't know. I I just can't be sad about any of it at this point. It's to me, we've got a five year, a five year grace period of almost not complaining. I watched not one pitch in the playoffs. I would refresh a browser to see the score when you would say something happened because I didn't couldn't tell whether you were being sarcastic or whether it was a good thing or bad thing because you said two runs or third run, fourth run, but it, it wasn't context of which team was scoring. So yeah. I'll refresh the browser, but I didn't watch one pitch of the Brewers. Like it, I did personally didn't need it, but you know, I also didn't watch any of the regular season game, but once again, I'm not in Milwaukee and didn't see anything live. And they, I don't think there was a spring training this year, either down here in Phoenix. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I think maybe in playoffs I watched maybe a good six, seven innings of, of the what five games or whatever it was, four games. I just um I don't know, I just felt really disinterested in the in the Brewers this season. I don't know. Well, I think let me I just, ask, I Bucks 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 hangover, I guess. Do you guys feel a, a little bit like two or or is this just me that I don't want to be fair weather. Like there are so many kind of fair weather Bucks fans, which came out of the woodwork, which is totally fine. But like, like I don't know who the Packers backup center is or any of that kind of stuff. So I feel like I shouldn't front. Like when I was growing up, I knew all of this stuff for every team. And now it's just like, okay, well I feel like a fraud, like, like, like Chad. And then we're furious when that guy punched the wall. And I'm like, who's that? You know, <laughs> is that the black one or is that is that the long haired uh, uh, Robin Yount looking one with the with the the super hair? And I'm like, oh wait, no, it's not Hater. But it's like I know like five brewers, so it's just I'm front. I mean, I'm rooting for him, but I'm 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 fronting as a fan at this point. You know, I saw that news and like that's so Milwaukee. Like he did it right before the playoffs, <laughs> too, right? <laughs> and I was like. You know what? I probably would have actually watched more Brewers game, but that gave me the context of everything I needed to know about how this season was probably going to end. Like, if you, all right, no, no names being mentioned, but obviously, me and you've played in basketball tournaments before, and some people like it was week to week, which week you would play, and it was seating. It was like the first week of a playoff game one time, and some dude was like, "Well, I'm not going to be here next week. I'm going to be on vacation." And he says this before the game, and you know mm. what that puts in your mind, like mentally, as to how yeah. everything's going to play off, because now you're not thinking about the current game. You're thinking about what's going to happen next week right before you start something. So when you have like such a downturn right before something starts, it's hard to rally and actually think you're going to do anything else because you had everything in hand, especially when it's something so stupid and controllable. It's not like guy went out like jumping in front of a pitch for another player or something heroic. Um, he heard himself being stupid, right? Like that's the whole context of the story. Right. right. Yeah. So it, it's hard for anyone to like really rally around stupidity. You can rally around honorable, uh, you know, efforts like Durant. 
I thought that uh, when Durant went out in the playoffs, that was an honorable way to be hurt. I respected Durant yeah. more when he got yeah. hurt when he came back and played than anything he had done in his career to that point. Um, and I still respect Durant for that. Like it, it really changed what I thought about Durant uh, even to this day. But when you go out just being like, I threw banana peels all around myself and ran as fast as I could through my house. <laughs> yep. What would you yep. think was going to happen? Yeah. I'm enjoying uh, Ben Simmons gate and Kyrie gate a lot more <laughs> than our own stuff. That stuff is hilarious on a, on a lot of levels. And like, um, I don't know. Like, I don't want to be a hypocrite. Cause all right, all right, wait. <laughs> answer which one do you enjoy more first Simmons or Kyrie which gate is more fun Kyrie, Kyrie for me Simmons. too Simmons. Kyrie Kyrie 100% because because everybody's picked the Nets to win because everybody's picked them to win what are they like 72% I think I saw that the other day they're 72% chance of winning or whatever and they still could right they they obviously still could but yes I enjoyed the Kyrie one more because what's Harden gonna say <laughs> Harden did this mess last year to get out of Houston, so he can't say boo about nothing. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't about COVID or nothing like that. But also, you were a bad teammate as well, so shut up. But it's like there's different levels of bad teammates, and this is just me wanting to be right probably. But like four or five years ago, I'm like, Embiid is a sucker, man. Like I don't get his kind of ways. Like he's an interesting personality, but I'm like he's not a leader, and it's like this kind of weird – and like – I feel like Embiid is still kind of not taking a lot of hits for this, but like they're all turning, like the Sixers all turning on each other is funnier to me, me just because it's like, they're kind of like, and I think Simmons thought he was just going to keep his money. And then there's the clutch angle. There's just a lot more stuff that is kind of well-worn uh, whooping, whooping horses or hobby horses or whatever those mixed metaphors are than like the Kyrie thing, which I, I think Kyrie will be back. But like Ben Simmons is 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 a buster, and like that's like evergreen, you know. So you feel like Ben Simmons? Well, obviously Ben Simmons is already caved. But earlier on, when you had to take like bets, who was going to cave first? You you would have thought Ben Simmons or Kyrie would have caved first. I'm just saying, I hate I hate Embiid. I hate Embiid. Oh yeah, I, I love Embiid. Uh, <laughs> I absolutely love him because he's hateable. He's obviously hateable and he's not trying to not be hateable. So it's like WWE or like the 90s basketball. You weren't supposed to really like the Knicks like style of play or Detroit's really style of play unless you were from those cities, which I love having some just like, I'm going to be kind of a villain. Uh, And he's like literally, like people say diva. He's like literally a diva. Like what he does is literally like, um, like Chris Tucker and Fifth Element, like his his flopping is so ridiculous. But then it's like it, like when when uh, Kawhi beat him and he did cry. I'm like, oh, so do you sort of care, or are you just yeah, yeah. kind of a baby too? But like, it, I, and it's Philly fans too, who's like my, my least favorite football fans, and it's just like, yeah, uh, oh, they're the worst. Or top yeah. five, I guess. He, um, I mean, like he celebrates after he like they they could be down by twenty and he does something and he's like, he thinks he did the greatest thing ever. Like he's just such a He's such it. a heel. He's such love a it. heel, dude. He's, so he's heel. like he's like really competitive though when he like destroys Andre Drummond or Cat or something like that. And it means like a lot to him. Yeah. And then like some other times it's just I don't know. Like it's, the little things mean a lot to him, but winning doesn't mean anything to him because what is he doing? What's he doing to get better? Nothing. To answer your question, Crib, if you made me like pick a side on who I thought would K first, it would have been Simmons because uh Simmons is reluctant and whatever like his not playing is him being in his own headspace whereas Kyrie this is Kyrie this is who Kyrie is as a he person he really believes yep. he's like very he, passionate yep to me if you if you rewind like 4 years and you told me Kyrie's going to be out of the league but it's not cuz of injury it's cuz of like random like mental issues or or whatever i could definitely see that happening whereas Ben Simmons is just he can't take the pressure. And I truly believe that Philly kind of is their own worst enemy as far as their fans, especially with like the generation of guys who weren't raised, like not having things handed to them and really having to grind or be punished or be talked down to. Philly is not nurturing to this kind of new NBA star. And I think, and they, it's not just uh, Simmons, Fulsom or whatever his name was, who went to my uh, magic, right? They traded to the magic was a head case too, in the same way, not being afraid to shoot. Who was their other oh, number talk, one draft pick? Uh, 
Uh, oh yeah, the I, dude with the messed up shoulders. Fultz, yeah, Markel Fultz. I saw I saw a couple Fultz jerseys uh, at, at the Magic Kingdom th- this week, but yeah, Fultz. They, they, t- talk about the rug being ripped out from you. Like they were, yeah. But literally, you can't think of two players in NBA history who have looked like Simmons and Fultz. But you have two of them coming from the same market within like five years of each other. That can't be a coincidence. I, I really feel like Philly fans are destroying these guys mentally and they never yeah. get their legs under them. Now I'm not saying oh, how, how dare Philly fans. I'm just saying these guys can't take it. Right. So I think, I think you put Kyrie just caring and leadership wise in a grouping with like Draymond, like Draymond really cares, but sometimes he'll lose it for you. Like he, if, if Raymond's emotions get in the way, he's not going to, smarten up but like he cares and i think Kyrie also really cares but like kind of got caught in this principalities kind of thing that he's kind of trapped in now but it's like yeah it's a different thing i just think simmons might just be a starter level nba player and i mean i i know i know the hawks gave us the business a little bit but like what losing to the hawks in seven and not really having injuries is pretty and, embarrassing and having curry play excellently throughout the series like getting getting yeah. numbers from curry he he balled out in that series and they still lost just goes back to Embiid though right like the, Embiid is the yeah antithesis right of Giannis like he's yeah. the complete opposite guy from Giannis yeah so I guess I, I don't want to be like every other podcast but I guess we can make predictions uh, you want to make do you want to make predictions uh I don't know if it's particularly interesting to be like, you know, Lake, Lakers versus, you know, who would you even say? Lakers, Lakers, Warriors? No, Do people somebody. care what we say for numbers anyway? Like, I don't know. If you're within 10 of, of like wins and losses, is that good or is that bad? Like, I, I think it'd be more fun to do <laughs> random predictions that are not statistical yeah, what, based. Well, yeah. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Grayson Versus- Allen will be your starter. That's a good a starter like, that over, kind of okay. over uh, Dante like by the end of the season. Wait, I, you just got out of a meeting. Do you know he got paid in the last couple hours, right? Grayson Who Allen. did, Dante? Grayson Allen. Grayson got, Allen did. Got, Grayson Allen did, right? He got 20, right? He got 20. Two, year extension. two years, 20 million, they say. Um, He'll be a starter by end of the season. Mid, by, well, probably by all-star break. And Dante might get moved. Oof, I hope we don't. Or that's keep him. I mean – or keep them and don't pay them at the end of the year, just like like everybody That's else. Too. That's fine yeah. too. Pat, do, do what uh, you know, Ted Thompson to him. Like <laughs> yeah. end of the season, don't talk to him. Just like yeah, see you later. Yeah, All right. <laughs> do the Belichick to him. Um, yeah, I I will predict if we're just doing random that Gian- Giannis will shoot over seventy two point eight percent from the free throw line. Okay, Ooh. love it. Um, I'm gonna say he's over eighty on that. I said I think he shoots over eighty percent. I'm trying to do and the I, prices right so I can go back and say <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, over under. Yeah, over under. Yeah. And over thirty percent from the three this year too. I, for Giannis. I just hope this season is a lot of fun. I do think that people the Bucks were dominant the last two I mean, there's weird COVID years. They were dominant the last two regular seasons in in, in, in dribs and drabs. The the entirety of twenty nineteen and then kind of a lot of the restart, but before the bubble, like the Bucks have been dominant. And I think now people will be like, I saw not to name check anybody, but people, there's a lot of people now jumping ahead of like, you don't believe you, you can't even understand how good this team is going to be. And I'm like, they've been good every year. They've been, they've had 70 win paces for half of the year. They've, they've been good all these years. I think they'll be just as good, but I think people are going to say that it means something. And I think I'll be, like okay let's wait for the playoffs again because i think now people yeah people are champions they'll have confidence and i think drew is going to be that much better and maybe slightly more consistent and i think grayson grayson allen is basically white george hill um like like the 2016 version of george hill is just kind of a rangy he can you know he can move a little bit as another kind of smart utility player but it's it's not like we're loaded i just think we're the defending champs i mean that's fun enough but my prediction is 63 wins. I'll say six. I'll say 63 wins for the Bucks. You think they're going to try to win? You think, or are they going to play like they did last season where they just try different things until the playoffs? Because Budenholzer, 
finally got his championship. Whatever credit you want to percentage you want to give him for that, he did do the experiment during the regular season to kind of know at least this just does not work, right? Yeah. We shipped some guys early in the season, uh, you know, mixed up lineups. So I, I think he probably sticks to that same formula. I think Giannis is going to come out and try to get MVP. I, I really do. Whether he gets it or not, um, what would stop it doesn't him? matter. KD? Well, yeah, what will stop him is is media hyping up LeBron James like he like it matters how old you are. It's not most valuable right. player at your age. It's not a weighted right. scale. It's who's <laughs> the best. Right. Joker was got like average 24, 23 in the playoffs last year. And you the way you hear it is be like, well, they lost Anthony Davis. I'm like, so they gotta do with him scoring 23 and 24. Um I don't think the Lakers are coming out of West. It also as another prediction. I don't think they're I think I don't want to say LeBron's washed because that's not fair. I think LeBron doesn't have lift anymore. And I think he's stacked himself with a bunch of dudes who were great in their heyday and probably can get you a shot occasionally and aren't going to crack under pressure but also ain't got the steam. So really you're just saying Anthony Davis is going to have to be Giannis, kind of, slightly yeah. lower than Giannis to, to pull him out the West. Because Utah, Denver, uh, Warriors, I could all see those teams beating the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, they're the fifth best team, probably fourth, fifth best team in the West right now. I think. Well, the Bucks top- are easily, easily top two in the East, easily, if not the top team in the East. What What would be the top three players that you would not want on the Bucks team, so that they didn't get credit for a championship associated with Giannis? Because for me, it is LeBron James, but then now it's Grayson Allen. Because I didn't, I did not like. <laughs> I'm trying to be fair to him, but like out of all the people in the league, Grayson Allen. His time at Duke is like one of the least, one of the players I would least want to see in the Bucs. I, I, I'm not, I'm, obviously, if he can make an open three in the playoffs, which we have troubles with. Like, imagine if we actually made open threes, uh, how good we would He's be. got a little crazy in him, too, which you need. You know, you you like to have, I know you got Bobby Portis who brings you a little crazy, but Grayson Allen's got a little crazy in him, too. Yeah, he's got a. I'll put my foot underneath you while you shoot this three and get you out of the series. I hate that. Trip, <laughs> yeah. trip you while you're backpedaling. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of anybody I really hate because even like if you say like, I hate what Harden. I hate what Harden has oh, done. Yeah, to, it's Harden. Harden is the last one on my list. I hate what yeah, Harden has done to the league. Uh, but if Harden was on the Bucks, I'd immediately be like, "Oh wow, two great players. I wonder what this will be." Like, I, I'm not really suggesting it, but like, it's Grayson Allen. It's Grayson Allen. Allen. I, I don't. And, and Harden for me. It's all. That's the three. I kind of so I like, still kind of hate Trey Young, so it'll be really interesting because again, I, I will see. I mean, yeah, Embiid is the answer. You're right, Embiid is the answer. But but we'll see. Like they got this flopping rule, and we put so much in saying that because I think, like I'm not denigrating Luca, but I think the reason he gets his shot off is partially because like all these guys are kind of dialed into like the flop kind of stuff, so you have to kind of be like kind of careful like not to jump into them if they really are not going to call i think they're still going to call if you get in the air but you just can't i think jump they're still into the guy. one that you the offensive players gotten in between you and the basket as a defender up your back though and that's what luca and trey young and harden are still going to get if you told me they got rid of that one as well i think it really shifts things but i think it's just the um jumping at a three flop that they've gotten rid of they haven't gotten rid of some of the other ones i think could probably go when the player jumps back into you because he knows you you're behind him real quick so i said this the last pod or two pods ago or whenever i said this oh they they should bring back like you guys jay i know you remember crib do you remember like the closing of county stadium Mm -hmm. where they did like where they did like the presentation and and played field of dreams or something like that or that kind of thing and brought in like Hank Aaron and all these people ran out, but it wasn't like Hank Aaron. It was like basically everyone who was alive, like Braves players, Packers players who played at County Stadium. And they just ran out in their jerseys. And I think Molitor and Robin Yount and all these people. Mm-hmm. The Bucks really need to do something like that for ring night. And I just know they're not. And it's just, <laughs> it's just weird to me. Like that Vim Baker is so elevated, but like Glenn isn't and Ray and red is, but Ray isn't. And like, uh, Desmond Mason and Bogut aren't, but like, I mean, just going right down the list of any any of the very good, like a Sigma still alive, like all these guys, like 
And it would just be cool if they brought back 30 people. Like, And I just feel like they're not going to. Brandon Jennings is going to be there, I heard. Yeah, but... But but we we like we finished that story. Like I'm sure Brandon Jennings is going to be there. Like why wouldn't like it's it's the greatest thing in the world for him. Yeah, but, it's odd. It's odd. It is really odd not to see Glenn Robinson, Ray Allen. Maybe yeah. the way he left. Maybe 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 he's got whatever whatever feelings he has, and he's got that. He's still got the beef with uh, Boston. So I don't. Maybe that's just his personality. I don't know. But it's real odd to me not to have. Big dog here. I understand why Ray wouldn't come back. Like literally, he won championships in two other cities, and we just got rid of him, much to the chagrin of my youth, um, mm-hmm. for for peanuts, right? So um, I understand why he wouldn't want to come back. Like, how many teams can you really cape up for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't win a championship here. I, I kind of get why Ray might not come back. It'd be great to have him though. Um, big dog, I, I I of course want back in the building. Uh, he was a big part of. The resurgence of the Bucks, whether we won anything or not, that era of basketball in the Bradley Center was fun to go to. Mm-hmm. And it was mainly because of him and Big Dog Ray and, and Sam Cassell. Uh, obviously, Baker will be there. Um, obviously, Darvin Ham will be there. Um, yeah. Nice to have those guys, but they're part of the team. So, like, literally, they're being paid to be there. I feel like Big Dog really made those 90 teams, I think, as a Bucks fan, it- coming out of the eighties in those early, you know, those 90 teams with big dog, it felt, it felt like you had something to root for. If that makes yeah. sense. Like, yeah. I don't, and, and yeah. he was that guy. And, and I, I feel like it's really a disservice, like not to have him there for the parade, not to be there during the finals. And, and maybe it's something on big dog. I don't know, but it, as a fan, man, I'd love to see him there. When I had um when I had Tom O'Grady on on the podcast, he said he lives in his building in Chicago. Oh um, yeah, yeah, like he lives below him in some suite. Okay. I just I mean you can't get everybody, but I'm just saying generally, how cool would it be like to just be like and now and now six foot five for the Bucks number fourteen John McLaughlin and everybody just as many as you can get the, as many people as you can get and they run out you know have, have you know because Irvin Johnson like even just kind of random just all the starters you could get. All the starters you can get. Like, it's weird to me. Like, think about how much more important, ultimately, even, like, Jason Terry was. But, like, forget Jason Terry. Like, Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell is yeah. much bigger in the I history of the Bucks than Brandon Jennings. He was a better player. Mm-hmm. Sam Cassell was, like, the second or third best player on that first Rockets title. Like, Sam Cassell yeah. was a killer. Mm-hmm. He was a rookie, wasn't he? Yeah. Only a rookie on those they, had, they had him and Robert Ori. I mean, like, yeah, I want Sam there. If, if, they should, if Sam would, would be willing, I really wish they would get Sam in the building. From the Bucks, from Arkansas, number four, Sidney Moncrief, and just everybody runs out. Like that would be really cool. And I just you want they, Kareem there. Yeah, look, I don't. He's cranky. I personally would enjoy a tunnel where you don't know who's coming. Yeah, where it's just like Sam awesome. Cassell, light it up, light it up, yeah. and then Sam yeah. runs out. The yeah. big dog, Tim Thomas, but even like all debts of Kevin Pollard, like like because everybody likes some of these dudes i don't think anybody liked every single one of them but like i i think that that'd be cool how much would that cost to fly all these dudes in but i'm guessing they're not going to do it but they'll have but like they'll 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 have some other thing going and it's just like all right great (laughs) i don't get it i don't i don't get it there's something there I, i feel like a lot of the guys maybe a lot of those guys don't kiss the ring uh of the new new bucks ownership or something there's something that definitely, I don't know, doesn't sit right with those guys so they don't come back. And frankly, for Michael Red to be back, it just doesn't yeah. make sense. Like what? Like I like Michael Red; he was fun to watch, whatever. But like, and frankly, ladies and gentlemen, Senator Herb Cole, right? Just, just anybody you know, just have them walk out and cheer. I, like I think that'd be really cool. Like I don't, I don't think that's. Is there any risk of anybody we've mentioned so far getting booed? <laughs> I, I don't. Cole might be able to get booed. That's Gary right. Payton. I mean, it, it'd be some. It'd be somebody on that level who they never asked, though. He might, but I mean, like he he, he gave a hundred million or whatever. He gave. Her call was her call was at the parade, <clears throat> so that he didn't get booed there. I mean, people were people are happy. I wouldn't yeah. boo Gary Payton either because because he was with yeah, him. I I got a very very cheap Bucks jersey at uh, yeah. TJ Maxx that summer. Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> the glove, yeah. baby. Uh, anything else on this season before we get into uh, more important uh, topics? Just enjoy, nope. man. I think it's going to be super cool to be world champions all season long. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think that'll be fun. And I think no matter what is going on with the ESPN un- unheaval, upheaval, whatever, like I think the TNT guys probably all season. Cause you know, Barkley kind of likes that. There's a part of Barkley you can tell wishes he had just stayed with Philly if he wasn't going to get a ring anyway. Mm-hmm. Or, or just kind of he likes that idea because he's always, I feel like uses, like a lot of people kind of use Giannis as an avatar, certainly Shaq does. But all these people, like if they see somebody who gets respect, like Shaq respects it, even though Shaq went to six teams or whatever. But you, you can tell he still likes the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Do y'all care about the top 75 list at all? I haven't been keeping up with it, but I, I will be interested when it's supposed to be released or is it already out? I want to say they said it was going to be three straight days, like they're going to release 75 to 50 one day, and this could be completely nonsense. Maybe somebody was just suggesting that. but All I want to see is if they remove Pippen, because he shouldn't have been on the first top 50 list, <laughs> to- whether totally that's going to be correct. That, totally that's really agree. the only reason I want to see the yeah, list. Yeah, who's making the list, and who are they putting on there just for fun? I'm sure I will have this podcast into my phone on a lunch break or something when it actually happens. But I think the question is, I, I don't think, I mean, this is what I think you can disagree. I don't think it makes any sense to, to talk about anything, but greatness. Um, if not, you get into weird stuff and we end up just remembering the most dominant version of a player. All of us are always going to remember the most dominant version of Shaq, but like he wasn't always that he was always great. But like, you like, like I watched the entirety of Shaq versus Duncan and Shaq versus Elijah And in my head, I still kind of want Shaq, but it's like Elijah Wan was, it's the Tom Brady thing again. I mean, Elijah yeah. was just ultimately kind of better. And so like, there's only, the, the point is only really to talk about greatness. Come in. How many years do you think you have to be great before it like counts? Because um, you can be great for a year or two and still like fall off a cliff, get injured, In what whatever. Era? If, if to make any list, I think you need to be great, like really great for three years for it to sh- for it to count. Like I yep. think Derrick Rose is the this is who I was thinking of when I thought about this. Derrick Rose was probably great for three years, amazing until yep. he got hurt. Amazing. Yep. Um, but whether I put him on the list is very fringe. Not saying he's in the top seventy-five. Obviously, I have to do the math. But he's the character I think of when I think, man, he was amazing until he just absolutely was not. And he, he's like, don't get me wrong, he's serviceable now. But like, those first couple of years he's in Chicago, he was the real deal. That wasn't fake, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and he wasn't a loser. I mean, to the extent that Westbrook is a loser, like, right. He he wasn't taking stuff off the table. It's not like he was significantly better than Westbrook, but it wasn't like he was like, kind of had that heart and choking dog thing in the back too, or just this kind of intractable, pigheaded. Those Chicago teams won. Those yeah. Chicago teams won. Didn't they go to the Eastern Conference Finals one season? They were the one seed. They just could. Then? They were the one seed the year that the big three got together. Like that's mm-hmm. why it's crazy. I think again the LeBron infrastructure of, of people like like if you put the big three together and everybody's like they're ruining the lead, they're ruining the the league, and then you play the Bulls opening night and the Bulls beat you and the Bulls beat you like three out of four games or whatever it was and then the Bulls are the one seed and like Wade Bosch and LeBron. Aren't the one seed? Well, Derrick Rose is the MVP. Then I mean that's just how it works. Yep. If the Bucks, if the Bucks have a successful season this season, and I say successful like Eastern Conference Finals, Finals again, are we done talking about super teams? No, no, because people with money still the the problem with super teams is not ownership. The problem problem with super teams is players, right? It's the mentality that. Mm-hmm. I can go get it easy and he'll count for me just the same as other other people. The only way this ever gets turned around is if the media keeps hammering and the next generation might come in with a similar attitude that Giannis does because they see the way like, yeah, they're right. Oh, teaming up with three of the greatest players in the game right now. You won a championship and that's how you got your first one. Yeah, good. And to me, like it, the weight that's carried by Giannis's title. I was thinking about this today compared to Kawhi's. Kawhi's was still something special um, going to Toronto and getting that that ring. Uh, but it was also under like the guise of a lot of injuries on the other end. And yep. uh, he really got him over the hump. But he also left where he was for a one year deal somewhere else. So there's a little bit of hired gun there that Giannis doesn't have to compete with. He was like there for all of the rough patches, all of the misery 
and yep. then had a 50 piece to close it out, which mm-hmm. those super teams with LeBron have never done anything like. So, um, I gotta imagine there's gonna be if the Nets fail this year, that super team, like what 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 do the Nets do if they can't play Kyrie? That's a lot of money wrapped up in one guy that you cannot make the rest of your roster as serviceable as you'd like it to be. You know, I, I just gotta wonder. Like, and even looking at uh, the Warriors, like, are they still? Would you still consider them a super team? I mean. I don't consider the war- no the Warriors. No, to me, the Warriors were only a super team when they got Kevin Durant. Everything else was built naturally through the draft yeah. and just kind of camaraderie and mm. you know practicing together. Yeah. But coaching, um, whatever. But is, I, I feel like there's something there. There's something to be said about what if the Bucks go back to the finals this season, beat the Nets again. I mean, that's basket. That's 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 old school basketball. Look, dude, back all, all I want is for them not to be choking dogs against the Nets. And I'm just going to tell you guys, the more I think about this, man, I just have a hard time, like the more, like in making this video, making the video kind of crystallized a lot for me, how, like how bad Drew was some of those games and how how Chris wanted, Chris, every single game of the playoffs wanted somebody else to win the game and he just kind of wanted to come in and get where he fit in. And even like the, the one game against the Hawks, like the, the crazy quarter against the Hawks, he had like seven turnovers. I just don't want to get embarrassed by the Nets. I want us to look like a bat. What I'd like in the playoffs is for us to look like a battle-tested team, a smart team, and that starts with Giannis. But just hey, every, like like the Spurs, like the Spurs never won back to back, but the Spurs are always in the mix, and that's kind of what I'm hoping for us now. I think we'll get it, and, and the reason why it's like I, obviously I, I don't trust Middleton. I don't trust Drew for layups right now. But that being said, we. Trade it for Drew in the middle of a season. The big three for Miami couldn't put together a championship right. on that short a timetable. So they're only going to gel better. And like I've said previously, winning a championship does something to you because you don't have that monkey on your back about not knowing anything. I'm hoping everyone plays a little bit more loose because they know what it takes, right? Uh, obviously, we could still lose to anyone at any time. We could lose to Miami. We could lose to anybody. Legit, we could. But I think... They are fight. They are fighting uphill battle. We no longer are. We're playing like Crib said with house money. House money. Um, and they have a chance to gel better. Legitimately, the Bucks did not play good in the playoffs most of the time. Most of the time. And that game five collapse against the Nets. Like, like we mm. just kept we just kept choking, and it not mattering. Right. So now imagine if we just don't choke. Imagine yeah. if we just shoot 45 percent, 40, 45 percent from three when we get these open looks. We would have been winning games by 20 and 30, and we wouldn't have need our defense to play so well, and it would have been close down the stretch if we can just find people who make open threes. Like, so as much as I don't really like Grayson Allen, if he can make open threes and George Hill can now all of a sudden make open threes, and I, you know, I didn't watch him much last year. I don't know if his defense is still as good as it was when he was with us before. We might have gotten, gotten, we probably got yeah, better. Giannis looks better. better. Like, we probably got better. So, um, Still can lose to the Nets, but I actually it, have high hopes. To I who, think they're the best who's team. your favorite the team to in, a, in a, a seven game series right now with the Nets, with the Nets big three all there. Who wins the series and how many? Who has home court? Hmm? Who has home court? Let's say the Nets. The Nets. But in but, what? Six? The Nets. Six or seven, seven. Nets. Yeah, but I think, that, it, but without, I think it's, without Kyrie. But I think it's sixty forty without I, Kyrie. I think without Kyrie, the Bucks. In what? In six, because Durant's not going to lose. He's, Durant's going to win them mm-hmm. at least two. Yeah. I think Harden. I don't. First of all, Harden's got still got the Harden choke gene, right? And you put Drew on him. Not worried about him. I'm really actually the the X factor in all this equation for me is Patty Mills. I don't like I don't like the fact that yeah, they also yeah. got Patty Mills because yeah. uh, if you watch him at all in the Olympics, man, he could easily go for forty by himself. So it's not like somebody you can't super. You have to account for him. Yep. So all year, and we've all said this for five years, it'd just be awesome because that's the thing too. Like if he, if he, if he starts taking seven foot fadeaways and hook shots and like a regular part, I don't mean like hey, I just happen to have this, I'm gonna try it. Then all of a sudden, it's like. 
jump shot, jump shot. Now, bang, now I put my, my elbow into your chest and now I'm going by you. The problem with him is he just did body blows nonstop. Yep. And people knew we're ready to flop and everything. If he starts throwing in those shots, they don't even have to go in. He just needs to have it as part of his diet, man. Mm. What is this? Is this Rocky? Was it Rocky three when Apollo started training? Is that what this is? You sound Rocky got better. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> is He's that me able to move his feet? He can. Is that is that what we're talking about? It, it sounds like you're saying there was something vaguely racist about them going to the hood and chasing chickens, but uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, he's like, what? And they're like, and they taught him rhythm, yeah, right? Like, they're like, he's like, no stallion, no stallion, do it like the rhythm stallion. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, and he's like, oh, what do you mean? Like, we're going to do enough bad impressions this, this podcast anyway, you know? And that was also the one that's also, man, Rocky three is kind of the best one. Cause that's where they run on the beach too, right? Run on the beach. Mm-hmm. They run on the beach. They run on the beach. Rocky learns rhythm, uh, rhythm, everything Mr. T is doing. And then he went, he wins the fight by deciding that if you punch him in the face, it don't hurt. And he's like, <laughs> see, he's like, it ain't so bad. It ain't so bad. All right. So there's a little bit more crosstalk, but I'll cut it off there. Ooh, that uh, Patty Mills prediction ended up being quite accurate. Uh, good thing it didn't burn us. And so maybe this weekend or whenever I, we get some time to put that together, look for a top five Star Wars. We also had some uh, fan lists from Twitter, so we'll definitely read those as well. But the Bucks are 1-0 on pace for 82-0. They're playing 82 games, I think. I think yeah, we're playing 82 games. Um, Bucks are 1-0. I think the Lakers and Warriors are going right now to the wire. I'm going to check out the rest of that. Uh, it's TonyWorld.com. Later.